Welcome to Girl Cultivate Podcast. I am your host, Shanita Rousey. Cultivate means to grow. On this podcast, we are talking all things life, purpose, and personal growth, and what it means to cultivate in every area of your life. Our mission is to help you live from the inside out. In today's episode, we'll be talking about dealing with disappointment. Welcome to Girl Cultivate Podcast. I am your host, Shanita Rousey. Our goal is to help you live from the inside out. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and joining my podcast on today. I hope that it blesses you in some way and really want you to hear my heart in terms of being able to help you as a fellow woman to grow and to develop on your journey. We are all at a place of not knowing certain things. We're on a journey to discovering. We are being stretched in some areas, but I want you to remember at the end of the day that you are well able and capable to do anything and everything that God has called you to do. So today we're going to talk about dealing with disappointment. I believe that disappointment happens But it doesn't mean that you have to get to a place where you're at a desperate state, right? So before we get into our topic today, I want to do our mantra, the Girl Cultivate Mantra. So if you're new here, it is a mantra that we say each and every time we do the podcast. So it says, I am courageous. I am unwavering. I am loved. I am thriving. I am intentional. I am validated. I am amazing. I am transforming. I am embracing me. And we say this mantra because we want you to understand that on this journey of becoming better, on this journey to growing in certain areas of our lives, that sometimes it's going to get challenging. Sometimes it's going to seem hard. Sometimes the enemy is going to come to try to remind you who you are not. And this is all about finding the courage within, right, to keep going, to do it anyway. To begin again, to understand that God is the person that validates and not man. So being able to fully embrace this journey and understand that sometimes I have to encourage myself, right? And that is okay. But being reminded that you're able, right? So today's thought of the day is give yourself some grace, Right. So I think about currently in our world, there's so much going on, whether it's, you know, we got protests we got still we still got killing going on. We got homeschooling. We got the election. There is just all kind of things that's happening. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I don't think we really realize how outside forces can sometimes get in us and, and cause our whole uh, environment to shift right? The atmosphere to shift. And so you have to be very careful in this season to not be hard on yourself because you missed a certain deadline or you didn't do everything on your list. Or, you know, it seems like, you know, this didn't go right. That didn't go right. You have to give yourself some grace and understand that you're adjusting, right? You're on a new level. This is a different kind of year, right? God is doing some things differently and we have to be able to adjust So while we're adjusting, we have to learn to also give ourselves some grace, not being so hard on yourself, but giving yourself grace enough to understand that you're doing the best that you can in that moment. Right. 
because I understand that they can be a mental tired. There's a physical tired. And we have to really begin to become more self-aware of where we are on our journey. And so while you're discovering that, while you're discovering each and every moment, becoming aware, realize that you have to sometimes give yourself some grace. So for anyone who was out there, you know, being hard on yourself, beating yourself up because of some things that's not going right and some things that you weren't able to do. And, you know, all of these things, all of that guilt and all get rid of it and give yourself some grace, because at the end of the day, it's all going to work out. Right. But be willing to give yourself some grace. So going to today's topic, we're talking about dealing with disappointment. And so, you know, we have all faced some level of disappointment. There is all, you know, for all of us, there's been a time where some things just didn't go right. Right. The promise wasn't fulfilled, you know, based on your timeline. Right. Because we all have that timeline. Once someone gives us the word. Right. You know, we get disappointed when we realize that man wasn't the one. Right. When we set goals and it seemed like it's taking forever for you to reach that certain goal. Right. We all face disappointments. And so sometimes if we can be honest that when we face disappointments, we tend to shut down. Right. We tend to get to a place where we stop believing. We stop trying. Right. And if you are not careful, you begin to block your blessing because you are looking at the disappointment from the wrong set of lenses. Right. It's easy to think about disappointment from a negative perspective. And trust me, I get it. Right. I have faced disappointment after disappointment. Right. You know, asking God, when is my turn? How long do I have to be in this place? Right. Why is everybody else seem like they're winning and I'm not right? What am I missing? Right. I know I I can't be the only one that have asked those questions to God, right? Whether you were angry, you were frustrated, you were hurt. We've all faced those levels of disappointment, right? And so we have to be honest and have to think about it this week, right? You know, or all year, actually, you know, I'm a person that loves to travel and I have planned many trips and it seemed like every trip that I planned, you know, I got excited. I got everything together and as it was getting closer to the actual time to leave, something happened. It was canceled. And I'm just thinking like, God, I've been trying to travel all year. Like, why do you not want me to travel? Right. And uh, so even this past week, you know, my cousin, he's getting married in Cancun. And I was checking some things on yesterday and they were talking about the resort has evacuated because they have a hurricane coming. And I'm just thinking like, really, God? Right. And so my first natural, my first natural interest was like, I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm, I, I can't like, I need a vacation. Right. And I had to, once I calmed down and got out my feelings, I had to realize that, you know, it's better that I know before I got on the plane. Right. And to be going to a place where a hurricane could be happening or, you know, different things like that. And so I had to, had to really sit back and be thankful that God protected me. Right. But when I thought about it in my first response, I was disappointed. I was like, why am I not going on any vacations? Like, what is really going on in the world, right? And so I want you to understand that, in all seriousness, right, that we have to understand that when we face disappointment, it is not God trying to punish us, right? I know it's hard to hear when we are in a certain space. I know it seems like, you know, everybody says the same thing, you know, it's all going to work out for your good, right? But I really want you to think about past disappointments, Think about that man that you wanted back then, 
right? But he chose somebody else. Now you, you, you look at the same individual and you like, man, thank you, God, that you saved me, right? Because I could have been in a place where they are. I could have been stuck, right? You have to think about that job that you get, didn't get and think about the greater opportunity that God had for you right after that, right? So God doesn't do anything by accident. It's all a part of his plan. And he wants to get us to a place where we begin to trust that plan, that we will begin to receive what it is that he has for us openly, even if it means being disappointed first. I think a lot of times when it comes to getting things from God, receiving from God, or just in life in general, we always think that it's going to come in this cute way, right? This fancy way of everything's going to be perfect. This is how it's going to go. And I'm going to receive it then. No, sometimes when it comes to the things that God has for you, it comes down a raggedy road, right? There's some rough edges. There's some things that you have to endure. There are some tears you had to cry, right? There's some situations that happen to get you to that expected end. And I think we don't really realize what God is really doing when he's helping us, when he's developing us. When he's trying to get us to a place where we are fully equipped to handle the promise. A lot of times we think we are so mature and we're really not right. There's things that God has for us, but he wants us to have the character to be able to hold on to those things. I don't know about you, but I don't want to receive the promise from God for him to take it from me because I'm not mature enough to handle it. And so we have to be honest as women. Where are we? The very thing that we're praying for, are we preparing for it? I know it's a cute meme that we say, that we post, that we share. But are you preparing for what you pray for? That very thing that you say you're ready for, are you really ready? I know it hurts. I know you'd be like, I got this and I... No, are you really ready to receive that thing that God says is for you? And being honest with that, you can learn to take the disappointment and begin to wrap it up as a lesson and say, okay, God, what are you trying to show me in this moment? What's happening? Right? So I want to give you some tips in regards to how to deal with disappointment. Number one is I want you to pause. Sometimes after disappointment, we are quick to respond. We are quick to try to get even with a person beg, plead, depending on the situation, right? But I want you to, I want to encourage you to get into a private space with just you, right? Getting into a private space and pause. And sometimes that pause means it can be cry. It can be scream. Whatever you are feeling, I don't want to take away the feeling of what happens when you are disappointed because it does happen. We're human. But I want you to get in your private space and pause. I don't want you to react and respond to the person or to, to, the, to the situation in any form. Because a lot of times it's emotional. But I want you to take that emotion and begin to deal with yourself. Get in a space by yourself and say, you know, what am I feeling? And begin to do it. I mean, like I said, it could be crying. It could be screaming. It can be praying to God, whatever it is, but get into that space. It's important to feel what you're feeling because when you sweep it under the rug, we talked about this before, when you sweep it under the rug, it's going to come back up, but you got to deal with it. 
The second thing is assess. What happened? Did I miss some signs? Because a lot of times we, we get disappointment and we act as if it's new. As if, you know, we didn't play a part in it. And so I want you to identify, did you see some signs? Is this something that I prayed for? And what do I mean by that? Sometimes we pray and say, God, let your will be done. Sometimes we will pray and say, you know, God, whoever is not meant for me in this season, you remove them. You have to be careful what you pray if you're not ready for the answer. Because sometimes those prayers come in forms that we don't expect. And honestly, sometimes don't even care for. There's nothing like praying, you know, God, if they're not for me, remove them. And then God does it. But it's removing somebody that you didn't want to be removed. That's the kind of prayers we have to be aware of. When we pray, God's going to answer, but he may not answer the way you want. So you really have to think about the situation and say, okay, God, were you showing me before? Did I miss it? And what can I get out of this? Get the lesson. I don't care what you're dealing with or what you're going through. Never leave a test, a trial, a disappointment, whatever it is, without getting the lesson. Because it's one of those things that, hey, I don't want to repeat again. If I don't have to, right? The third thing is express gratitude. Like, you know, you may not understand how it was working out for your good. It may seem unfair, but I want you to understand that when God is doing something of greater quality, it takes longer. I think about a time machine, right? You're going to the ATM, you're going to get cash, you're putting your code in, you're requesting the amount of money. But the more that you're asking for, the longer it takes. And oftentimes it'll say processing. So processing does not mean it's not coming. Process meaning you have to wait. Right. So it really boils down to your trust. Do you really trust God? I know we like to say it with our mouths. I know we sing songs that you trust him. But when it really comes down to your situation, when it really comes down to your life, where is your trust relationship with God? Because you may not see him working every time. You may not understand it every time. But you have to learn to express gratitude. God, I don't understand it. I'm hurting. You can definitely be honest with God. I'm hurting. I'm feeling some kind of way. But God, you know what? I thank you. I thank you for this moment because I understand that it's working for my good. Being thankful to God because you don't know what he's protecting you from. You don't know what's on the other side of this. So always be in a place of gratitude, thanking the father for what's happening and thanking him as he continues to take you through it. Number four When you're dealing with disappointment, I want you to remember what God said. Because the truth be told, when we're dealing with situations, when we're dealing with storms, we forget what the Father said. We forget what he promised us. You may say, no, I I, I look at my promise every single day and I, I know what he said. Yeah, okay. What happens after that though? You get a word. I want you to understand that 
there will be a test after it. There will be some things that you need to do while you're waiting on the promise, right? So thinking about that, when you remember what God says, you're not easily persuaded. You're not easily frustrated based on what's happening around you because you understand because of what the word was said about you, this is going to happen. But it's how I choose to deal with it is going to determine the outcome, how long it's going to take. Am I going to be tired by the time I get to it? Because I don't wasted so much energy on being frustrated, being angry, being unfocused. And so you have to think about those things and say, you know what? I choose to rest in God. This is what he said about me. This is what he said for my life. I'm not going to focus on the details of how he's going to do it. All I know is he's going to do it. And we have to get to that place. Stop being so nosy, ladies. I'm trying to get all the details from God. And say, you know what, God? I have stressed over this. I have cried over this. I have worried about this. Today, I choose to leave the details to you. And I will wait until you do what you said you were going to do. Because you're putting the word back. You're saying the word back to him. You're letting him know that, God, I, I don't have no plan B. I'm not trying to do anything that you told me not to do. But I know that you gave me a promise. So in times of disappointment, we have to remember the promise. The last fifth and last, the fifth thing is move forward. Sometimes disappointment hinders us. We stop, we get distracted, but I want you to get back on track. I want you to start again. I don't want you to allow your situation, the issue to keep you stuck any longer. You have to keep moving. Get back on it. Revisit those goals. Work on that business again. Praise God again. Smile again. Right? Whatever it is that you need to get back on and get focused and do what you need to do. Because it's a posture of rest. It's a posture that you're trusting God. It's the posture that you're believing that if I keep moving. Have you ever been driving and it could be storming, rain just pouring, 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 and you get to a place where you're like, man, I think I should pull over. Because it, it looks like it's pretty bad. I, I'm not going to quite make it, right? But if you keep driving and you keep driving, soon the rain slows down. Soon the clouds go away. And then there's the sunshine. So I want you to think about that as you're going through your disappointment, as you're going through life. And say, you know what? I got to keep moving. Because I understand that it may be stormy right now. But there's, there's some sun waiting on me, Right? There's some blessings waiting on me. My breakthrough is on the other side, but I got to continue to push. And so I hope you are encouraged to push past your disappointment and to realize that your disappointment is not final. And what do I mean by that? I mean that, yeah, this may didn't work out, but it doesn't mean that my whole life is not going to work out. Right. It doesn't mean that I stay here and I'm stuck. It doesn't mean that this is my end. It simply means I, I got a detour. There's another path. There's another way. Let me look for the other door. Let me look for the other window. I'm not quick to give up. Right? So be encouraged by that. And if you are someone who is struggling with getting your life on track, I am here to help. I am a certified life coach. And I want to help you restart your life. 
while working with me, I want you to gain clarity on where you are, right? What's keeping you stuck? And I will help you to create a plan to get the results that you want in your life. Helping you to live from a place of wholeness. I would love to work with you. Feel free to book a session on my site at www.shanitarousey.com. And if this podcast has blessed you in any way, I want to invite you to share it with another woman who needs to be empowered. Until next time, girl, cultivate.